your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to you, TV. Put your hands together. Can you turn off your cell phone with your face with your hands together for your host? Cameron Eskimo! together at the UCB Theater. There's some comics in the back that are on the show. You can, you can clap for them. They can hear you. Let them know you are excited. They are here. Are you wearing an untied bow tie? Because you just don't give a fuck. Where were, where were you before this? No. Has it never... Wait. All right. What world do you live in? There's two options here. You know what I mean? Like, either you just came from a crazy party and this is your after party, or you put on a bow tie and you're like, no, you know what my style is? I don't fucking tie it. <laughs> Which one is it? I gotta know. I tied it today and then it was just way too warm. Yeah. Then you're just, but you, and you have pockets. Yeah. But you were like, <laughs> I like everything about you. I'm gonna give you a special high five for, just, I love that you're like, at one point um, I just think that's rad I was just getting asked backstage if I ever wear bow ties and uh, I, I do only if I you know first of all I know a lot of people when, they, when I walked out this was the you know really burning question in a lot of people's minds does she wear bow ties that's why you came to the show right just like what's her bow tie stance and uh, the answer is that's a stance joke <laughs> That guy likes it, and I, you know what I want from the audience? I just want individually, if you could say, I like it, raise both hands. When a joke works for you, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't wear bow ties that often because I feel, they make me feel weird about my boobs because like a bow tie on top, and then like I have sort of a large, uh, I have sort of a large chest that I keep uh, bevested so you can't tell, and um, I just always feel like on me it looks kind of theme parky. Not, I, I just mean, I'm nervous about it. I'm trying to get confident, you know, in bow ties. Like, if you wear a sweater vest all the way up, I'll do it, because then it's just, like, kind of a, like an obscured one shape. But then if I'm, like, wearing like a more form-fitted thing, I just feel like I'm always like, and here's your table. I feel like I'm showing people where their tables are, and it's just kind of a thing that I'm working through. These are some of the, you know, just confidence issues. Hey, we're adults, you know, but we're not all there yet. You know, we're not done. Still got some things we're working through. All right. Start off strong with a little bow tie talk. Little bow tie chats, riffsies, little riffy bow ties. Just talking about it, getting it loose, feeling it out. Um, for t- yep, thank you. That, that guy liked that one. <laughs> feeling it out worked for him. He loved that. Is there someone in the audience tonight from Germany? Someone tweeted at me that they were... C- That's you! It's fucking you! You're kidding me, you old son of a bitch! No wonder you're hot as fuck. I don't don't know why that makes any sense, what I just said. Because you're German, that's not a thing. Um, There was that... I'm sorry, I'm not even gonna... God damn it, I just almost said something that was just... You know, it was a long time ago, and I'm sure you weren't involved. (laughs) You look young. Uh, you're in town from Germany. I am. Wow. 
And wh- what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing stateside? What's uh, what's your trip about? Uh, just visiting friends. I was an intern last year, and here I am. Yeah. Visiting friends. Yep. <laughs> Where did you intern last year? Uh, at a TV company. At a TV company. What do you do in LA? Yes. Yeah, you're right. I've, look at that sass. Oh, <laughs> uh, at a TV company because we. Yeah, look at you. You're bringing it. <laughs> You have an unplaceable accent. That's kind of why I didn't pick it up. Because like it's like every two words is like very accented, and then the rest just like a flat Midwestern. Where it's like, yes, and then I worked at it, TV. <laughs> Companies. So do people pick up on it when you're talking to people here? Do they, do they get that you're not American? Because I feel like you could fly under the radar. People could just be like, oh, she's from a strange family. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's. I feel like you're, you know, pretty undercover. Um, you can do, you know, whatever. God, you know, it's. I'm so sorry. I just. I keep wanting to. It's not. Uh, it's not even your fault. It's superhero movies more than anything. You know what I mean? Because like. Just keep. But that's why it's good to be able to fly under the radar. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to walk around here with. You know what I mean? If you have a mustache, you got to get rid of that. Can't do that around here. Oh, well, it was Easter weekend. Speaking of Jews, um, nothing on that. That was hilarious. Thank you, that person. Uh, oh, uh, it was Easter weekend. Did, is that uh, apply to anybody's lives here? Anybody still living in that world? German gal into it. Uh, My dad told me to stop into a church along the way. He sang it to me. He sang it to me to try. It, he's, it's uh, Mama and the Papa. He sang, he sang Mama's and the Papa's lyrics to just try and sneakily get me to go to Mass, thinking I was just living a song. <laughs> stop into a church along the way, he said. He wants me to go to Mass. I'm not going, I'm not going to those places anymore. Uh, not for quite a while, and I won't be going. I won't do it again. Uh, Whew. You know what I mean? I like I respect I respect if it's what's good. It used to be I used to be very uh, religious. I used to be very religious. I um I used to fast from like the time of day uh, on Good Friday that uh, Jesus kicked it till you know when he went like pink you know like when he came back. <laughs> I used to fast during that stuff. I uh, read uh, you know that book, the Bible. I read that <laughs> a bunch. I did have some juice over the weekend. You know what I mean? I fasted in that way. <laughs> Crushed some vegetables and ate them through a straw. <laughs> but it was also 420. Did, it, was that, uh, did that apply to anybody's lives? <laughs> okay, cl- you can clap, yeah. That's, you know what is amazing is that we live in, uh, is that like, I actually think that you, now listen, there are places in the country uh, where that is not true. But I think, like, in L.A. proper, the people that I know, uh, 420 was a bigger holiday this year. And that, I mean, number one, poor Jesus, because he went through all of that uh, (laughs) stuff. And then just, you know, you can't touch a... You can't touch it, you know? You can't touch this. But marijuana... And 420, like, living in a city where that's moderately legal-ish... 
uh, it's a weird time to celebrate for 20. I, I just kept thinking about everybody that lives in like Washington or Colorado and what that must be like. I mean, because St. Patrick's Day is the worst day of the year. St. Patrick's Day is 420 for alcohol. It is the worst. It's the worst day because everybody uh, pays too much. Everybody just wants to... I feel like we're so stressed that we're missing it. You know what I mean? Like, So I feel like St. Patrick's Day is that. It's everybody waking up and being like, I am to start now! It's already 9.05! Last year at 8.30, I was back asleep! You know, like... So we're just stressed out that we're missing it. We're trying to race nobody to kill ourselves with toxins. Like, that's what we're just like, we have to drink more of these things until we don't know our names. And um, 420 is such a funny holiday because also if you're celebrating it right, you should not be leaving the house. So I kept wondering if there were like any parties. You know what I mean? Like 420 parties in Denver that nobody came to. We were just like, yeah, I had every intention, but then, you know. <laughs> I just did it here privately. <laughs> well, we've had kind of a, we've had, we're getting into it. I mean, I can tell, like, I know what you're saying. Put yourselves in your head. She seems not that funny. <laughs> I'm not yet. I'm not. Sometimes I just come out and I'm like more conversational and into Germany uh, than funny yet. Um, but like, it's going to, you know, the show's great. It's going to be a great show. A lot of flannel there. So I feel strong about this section I think they're gonna be great you know I feel and then see how they're connecting with each other and then in the middle just not at all fucking stripes so we've even got like a bit of a rift which is nice too I'm glad you are you guys all friends nope what what no you're not friends you don't know those people wait what are you friends what these are, this is a confusing set of answers because <laughs> you're covering your mouth like you're lying. All of you are liars! Uh, no, you're all strangers? All three strangers? No, they know each other. They know each other. You're in the middle. That's your kid. You, that's your child? This is your child. Literally go fuck yourselves, all three of you. <laughs> what a confusing group. We don't know each other. I'm in the middle. That's my mom, also. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but, like, that's... Is that seriously your mom? No. I'm... What's happening? <laughs> Tell me the truth out of your mouths! <laughs> what? That's your daughter. I'm just gonna leave it. There's literally nothing that can be solved here. You keep pointing at two different people who are covering their faces and saying no and saying that's my daughter. That's, that is actually the weirdest thing that's happened in a crowd in a while. Like, I do a lot of shows. I do a lot of shows. This is way stranger than heckling. Heckling, you can be like, oh, what'd you say? And you can really, but people are just like pointing at other people. That's my daughter. And then that person says, I'm not her daughter. And no, you are. No, I'm not. And then that's just, you're just supposed to, what, are you, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, guys, uh, we're all family here, you know, so that I'm just, a, is anybody, um, does anybody else want to point to somebody else in the audience and claim them? Do it now, you know, just do it. Uh, I choose the German girl. She's mine now. Uh, you guys, we've got a great show tonight. Round of applause for that. 
group of strangers that might be related by blood. They either came out of each other's vaginas or they've never met. I don't know. It's one of the two. Uh, hey, this we are going to start this show so strong uh, with a co-producer on the show and, and a co-host, and she is uh, just going to come on and do a stand-up set for you, but we're going to go nuts for her because we love her and she's here every week. Let's hear right now from Ms. Rhea Butcher, guys. Give it up for Rhea. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Um, you're running off to go... To like Santa a, Monica. To like a little audition Because all tonight. I want to do is have some fun. Yes. Are you... Talk to me about what, what an audition... So you're run, you came tonight to, to the show to, to run an audition set. Yes. For... Um, to see if I could do five minutes. To see if you could do five, on the five minutes on the nose. Which, by the way, you did. Thank you. Um, Pretty good at my job. <laughs> what does that feel like when you're prepping five minutes? What's that like for you? I mean, I know for me it's almost impossible. Yes. Because uh, I can talk forever. Sure. I think I go a little bit faster than you. Just, I don't know. I mean, I can... I'm a better comic than you. I don't know. Then <laughs> you have shorter jokes. Oh, yes, they're shorter. I mean, is it easy for you to plan that? Yes. I feel like I can never pick what my five minutes I also is. have a... I, I would say a a, a, a... a strong but small uh, sandbox of jokes to pull from at the moment. You, you have less material than I do. Yes. Right. Because I've just been doing stand-up longer. Yes. But at the same time... Three like, times longer than me. I think it's like eight to ten times longer. Like in terms of, you know, I haven't like been doing experience. For a year. I'm just oh, yeah. Right. Um, I forgot. Yeah. You're a woman of the world. I'm a woman of the world. Yeah. yeah. It's from that. <laughs> Guys, Rhea Butcher one more time for Rhea. She is hilarious. My thing is right there. Who is it? Okay, so Rhea Butcher doing double because I forgot to I was and I forgot to look at who's next. But then we, she secretly peeked in a way where no one noticed and told me who's next on the show. Hey, first time performer on Put Your Hands Together coming up next. We're really excited to have him. How are you doing? Are you doing great? You look shocked as fuck. Your eyes are enormous. What's going on? How was your day? What? You just have large eyes? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make fun of your <laughs> facial deformity. I just, they just are open! No, but I just mean I looked at you and you were like, yeah! You looked like some stuff was happening to you if you were either into it or against it. You know, I couldn't tell. Uh, but now I'm seeing that you're smiling and having a grand old time. Did you have a good day? I did. Yeah, what'd you do today? Uh, I drove here. You drove here from where? <laughs> from, you mean to the, it took, from east? <laughs> Who cares? A specific people no um from east of here yeah uh-huh uh-huh that makes sense because not the where claremont oh yeah okay cool 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 do you go to school out there do you live out there what's yeah. the what's your story boat yep yeah you live yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah long commute you know if you lived here and went to school you know what i mean and i'd have to tell you um what year are you Oh, I don't know. Are you? I wait, because when you said school, what? What the fuck is happening in here? Somebody thinks I don't know what year it is. I feel like you guys. Some listen. There is a point at which you should have stopped smoking. It was yesterday. Yesterday was your cutoff. 421, still acceptable. 
422, you should be sober and ready with answers. I meant like, are you in, are you in undergrad? Uh, the, no. I graduated high school 2012. You graduated high school 2012, so you are still in school now, yes? Yes. So you, that makes you a sophomore? Yes. That would have been the answer to that. Uh, <laughs> I did that math like, whoa! Because I knew baseline that it was 2014. <laughs> Oh, shit! We are gonna keep the show right on rolling. I fucking... I can't... I know I'm teasing you guys, but, like, this is the weirdest bunch of people, and I'm so into it. Like, I'm not... Nobody here seems like they're having a bad... Sometimes there's, like, arms crossed. Everybody here seems like their hearts are open. They are just mistaken. Like, it feels like... Everybody here is like, we want to have fun, but who are we? If I knew my name, I would be laughing! If I could remember any of my life's experience up until this point, am I a mother or a daughter? I don't know. What year in college? Anything! (laughs) You guys are the best. You're literally my favorite audience I've had in a while. Oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait for the rest of the show. And right now, uh, please welcome to the stage Mr. Jeff Tate. Guys, give it up for Jeff! Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, shit. Thank you. (laughs) My name's Jeff. I just moved here like two months ago from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you. It doesn't matter. No, I get it. It's fine. That's tough, though. It's a tough move. I moved 2,500 miles away from my friends and family, get to Los Angeles, find out I'm fat. It's ridiculous. It's horse shit, Los Angeles. It's fucked up. Because I'm not fat. I'm fucking... I'm from Ohio. You should go there. I look good in Ohio. I'm a Cincinnati eight and a half. I'm apparently a Los Angeles trash can. People are like, what are you, a trash can? No, I'm a person. Where? Ohio. I had a homeless guy on the street. I was, wa- I was walking towards him and the guy goes, homeless? And I was like, that's a fucking, that's a good pitch. Like he condensed it all the way down. And then another fucking guy came by in a suit and the guy goes, the homeless guy goes, hey, can I get a dollar? And I was like, why didn't he? Oh, he thinks I'm homeless. I thought the guy was telling me, but he was just asking. He was just like, homeless, right? You too? I work this corner. Beat it, fresh meat. <laughs> what if he said that? He didn't. He didn't. This homeless guy, not very funny. It's a true fact. Uh, I got a DVR, so I don't have to watch commercials anymore, which is the best. I fucking hate commercials. They never work on me either. Like, there's never a commercial where I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking get that. Because there's never a commercial where they're like, buy this laundry detergent. It's a buck. They're always like... <laughs> They're like, buy it and make your clothes smell like you're, you went outside. Like, Why well, just buy the one that's a dollar and then go outside? Right? That's a joke. I'm not fucking going outside. <laughs> the TV shows got wise. They know we don't watch commercials anymore, so they put product placement in all the shows. So they make sure you see what those people are using, like you're going to buy it because they used it. Which means that TV people think that this conversation has happened where some guy's like, 
I need a new car. And his buddy's like, you know what? They drive Fords on criminal mines. <laughs> oh, really? Is it, are they reliable? They're never late. Never. <laughs> right? There's not one episode in nine years where they're like, you got to get over here. Everyone's murdered. And the other guy's like, oh, can you come get me? Criminal Minds is fake because there's not enough cursing. Could you imagine walking into a house and there's fucking 12 dead bodies and no one says fuck? Like, the people that don't say fuck are crazier than the guy that killed those people. If there's not enough cursing, it freaks me out. Right? Like, The X Files is one of my favorite shows. And they never curse on The X Files. And that is the least believable part of that show to me. It is easier for me to believe that they regularly see aliens and monsters that it is for me to believe that once they see a monster, they don't immediately scream fuck. <laughs> right? Or God damn it. Or I'm gonna fuck that monster. <laughs> right? For the story. You wouldn't? Come on, I would. I fucked a human lady in Omaha I wouldn't want to talk about. <laughs> you think I wouldn't fuck Bigfoot? I fuck Bigfoot in a heartbeat. That's a better story. I asked my brother if he'd fuck Bigfoot. My brother goes, is it a dude? That didn't even occur to me. It, I don't think it'll come up. I mean, no one's ever going to ask. If you fuck Bigfoot and your friend's like, so what, are you gay now? They're not your friend. Their first response should be, do you need to go to the hospital? Because odds are good that you do. It's Bigfoot. It's not going to be gentle, right? You're not making love. You're getting fucked. There's a difference between the two, and if you don't know the difference, you got married too soon after high school. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> getting fucked is more fun sometimes. <laughs> you know you're doing sex right if in the middle of it you're like, I fuck, I should have done this to a stranger. <laughs> I got pulled over recently. I was in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. I get pulled over. Whenever I get pulled over, uh, I do the same thing. I always turn the music up and I light a cigarette. Because my favorite thing is when a cop walks up to the window and goes, hey, do you mind uh, turning down that music? Putting out that smoke? Yeah, I mind. This is my car. Right? You don't get to flag me down and then complain about the ambiance. <laughs> You know, like Marlboro's or Bob Seger, your car is fucking right there, buddy. You can't miss it. The lights are still on. You fucking idiot. The, the cop pulled me over. Uh, he, goes, he goes, you know why I pulled you over? No, I pulled you over because you were going 63 in a 70. Okay. Am I... What? That, that sounds like you answered the question, but I still don't know why you pulled me over. Am I the best one? Is that what's happening? Everyone else is an asshole. You're really killing it tonight. Good job. But apparently it's illegal in Indiana to go under the speed limit, no matter what, even if it's an empty fucking highway. Just say you're bored. If you're a cop, you're going to pull someone over for going under the speed limit, it'd be way better just to walk up to the window and be like, you know why I pulled you over? I am bored as fuck. 
biscuits of breakfast. <laughs> so he starts running those cop questions. He goes, where are you coming from? I go, St. Louis. He goes, why? Well, I was working. Where are you headed? Cincinnati. Why? Cops are like two-year-olds. They have a, right, it's like a similar interrogation technique. Where they just keep saying why and hope that you break down and be like, I don't know, man, drugs. <laughs> I tell him I live in Cincinnati. And he goes, he goes, well, what do you do for a living? I go, this is the part that I hate. I don't like saying comedian, because it doesn't matter. You say comedian, the first follow-up is usually, are you famous? Mm, asking means no. I don't... I can't tell you that I'm famous. That is not how being famous works. It's the exact opposite, by the way. Also, this is a Toyota Corolla. Why don't you use some context clues? So I tell him I'm a comic. He takes my license. He's gone for like 15 minutes. He finally comes back to the window. He goes, uh, he goes, well, everything checked out. No warrants, which is always good news. Whether you think you have them or not, it's still nice to hear. Right. But you got, you got to keep it inside. You can't be like, oh, thank God. You got to be like, yeah, I know. And he goes, so you're a comedian, huh? I was like, oh, shit. He goes, shouldn't you be somewhere watching Cheers? I was like, oh. That's why I go, how the fuck do you know I like Cheers? And he goes, I looked you up. I go, that's in my file? Like, like the cops know I like Cheers? And he goes, no, I Googled you, which is a weird way to find out those computers and cop cars are fucking real computers. Yeah. I thought they were just cop computers. Turns out he just Googled me and then looked at my Twitter, found I like Cheers and fucking came back. Then he goes, then he goes, it's nice to meet you. Shakes my hand, hits the roof of my car and goes, speed it up. And I do. I drive fast as fuck all the way home. Right before I fall asleep, I type into Twitter. I type in, uh, I got pulled over by a cop who turned out to be cool. Thank God he didn't search my trunk. Right? I had pot in the trunk. And immediately, I got a response to say, I should have searched your trunk. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your That is crazy to find out those are real computers. I, saw, I was behind a, an ambulance just last night where there was somebody was in the ambulance and then the EMT was sitting next to the person on a laptop and I was like, I bet that that is connected to the hospital. And Rio was like, but what if it's just WebMD? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? EMT is just like, I don't know what to do! <laughs> what are you feeling? Tightness? Where? I don't even know what you're saying. I can't... How do you spell that? Aorta. Okay, got it. I'll sand it out. Oh, poor Rhea had a real fucking... She had a crazy experience. Well, she, she, she had to take off. She's got an audition tonight. We're going to wish her luck. Go get him, Rhea! Um, but uh, we are not just... We co-produced this show along with Mr. Ryan McMenamin, who's up in the booth. And yeah, you can clap for Ryan. 
and he also makes the show into a podcast. But we, uh, Rhea and I, are also uh, we're you know both hilarious comics. We're also fiancés. We live together, so we sp- so that's why that's why the story was like Rhea and I being. T- I just feel like I have to say that because I'm going to reference. Because then you guys are going to be like, wait, do just like all co- are just all comics just together <laughs> like all the time? <laughs> sometimes I'm like, yeah, we were at home anyway. Um, so we were at home. No, today we went to the dog park, and a gentleman had. You know, it's like a scoopy device, and then the end of it is just a little ball, like a... <laughs> Why did I not expect that from me? A chuck it! It's 2014, has a chuck it! What the fuck is wrong with you? We're sophomores, we know it's a chuck it. A chuck it. He had a chuck it! A man came in, as a scoopy thing, there's a ball in the end, the ball comes loose when you chuck it. <laughs> so I think it's called a chuck it. He uh, walked into the dog park and Rio was standing directly in front of him and he had like a bunch of kids with him and his dog. I don't know if it was just like he just, I don't know, like, you know, sometimes dads are just like, it's just like a real, I feel like we're too lenient on dads sometimes. Like I have friends, like, like I, every parenting is tough across the board, but I have friends who describe hanging out with their kids as babysitting. Like, have you ever had a dad say that to you? Like, oh, I was babysitting my kid today. Nope, no you weren't. You were parenting. Because you half made that. Or paid for it. Because adoption's a thing, too. So you weren't babysitting your own kid. But he had, like, that real, like, I'm babysitting my kid's vibe! Just, like, there's, like, food flying in the air behind him. And he walked in, and he's like, all right, kids, I'm gonna check it. And Rhea's standing one foot from him, and he just goes, full, just full force whips it and it just flies directly into her hip. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like like if she was a pitcher, the game would have been canceled. Like that's how hard this guy hit her from, it was just point blank range. She just went come on! And there was, and there was just a, he just forgot there was a person directly in front of him. He forgot how balls fly forward when he forgot about how things work. He just was like, well, it'll either go through her or not. <laughs> I heard the noise. It was like a, it was like a, it was like a, <sighs> like, a, like, I, like I heard like her, like a, I was, I was like, are you okay? And this is what he says. He goes, oh, I've never used one of these before. <laughs> like you didn't say sorry. That was his first thing was like, if, listen, if I had practice, <laughs> I would have gotten you straight in the heart. I would have gotten you right in the heart. No. Oh, I've never used one of these before. It was uh, unreal. It was an unreal moment. If you have a chuck it, leave a little bit of distance. <laughs> I just want to know how the rest of that guy's visit to the dog park went, because we left, like, pretty much immediately. I think you have to go at that point if you've been, if someone's hit you at very close range. <laughs> But I just wonder if after that he was like, all right, batting practice, come on. Strangers line up. I hit you. And hit you with balls. And you know, as lesbians, that's the worst. (laughs) That guy loved the shit out of that. Oh, guys, another new face on the show tonight, and we're so happy about it. First timer, we always go nuts. When it's somebody's first time on the show, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it right now from Mr. Wes Hudson. Give it up for Wes. Hi. 
Do you guys know that you can be 32 years old with roommates? <laughs> That's just something you can be. You can just grow up and be a fucking loser. <laughs> you can do it. I had no idea. When I was a kid, I thought a 32-year-old man should be able to support four whole people. A family unit. Not 70% of one. It's embarrassing. I got out, though. I got, I got a girlfriend, and we got a place. Very mature. Before I met my girlfriend, I was so lonely. And now I'm never alone. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I hate it so much. I've never encouraged someone to take dance classes so much in my life. Never done that. Two times a week, make it three. Get good at that shit. I've been seeing porn since November. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm in a good mood, though. It's rare for me to be... It's rare. If you were to classify me, I would go in that group of people that are total bitches. <laughs> That's just the kind of person I am. I just get really upset all the time. And you know when you're like upset, you're in a bad mood, the thing that feels the best is to put that energy back out there. That's what feels good, to just be negative. My favorite thing to do is to call my mom and talk about how much weight my sister's gained. Oh, that one feels so good. It's warm in my belly like a shot of whiskey. Got a fat sister. I don't know why. I don't know why. You Like bad thoughts? I don't know if you guys have them. I spend, I have like really bad thoughts all the time. I'm starting to think I'm a bad person. Just all day, just horrible thoughts. I think I'm probably just like you guys. I don't know you, but you're probably bad. <laughs> I've met a lot of people mostly bad. You don't look crazy, homicidal, racist shit you think when you're in your car alone at rush hour. That's the actual person you are. You're an animal. You would kill me for a whopper if the conditions were right. I do have bad thoughts. That's why I never do cocaine. Because you'll say what you think. If you do cocaine, you'll just, you know, I want to fuck your girlfriend, right? <laughs> I hit a dog once with my car. I just drove off. I don't know. I've never told anyone that. <laughs> my girlfriend, she always tells me that I get in these bad moods because I bottle up my emotions. She, she says you got to quit bottling that stuff up. And I like to have, I mean, I have emotions. Like, I like to cry. My uh, favorite place to cry is in my room with an emotional movie like The Blind Side. Just a bunch of white people loved a black person. It's unbelievable. <laughs> never believe it and what you do is you get a movie like that you go into your room and you cry by yourself you get it all out that way you can remain cold and emotionless for your friends and loved ones like a fucking man <laughs> plus bottling's kind of fun because it's like emotional roulette you never know when you're going to have some kind of episode could be in public it's a man thing you just something makes you feel you push it down, down in the pit of your stomach. You see an old lady crossing the street and you think, oh, that's sad, she might die soon. Push that down, 
push it down in your stomach. Things keep making you feel. You push them down. Something makes you feel. You push it down. And then one day the barista at Starbucks asks you how your day is going and you just say, my dad left out my penis one time. (laughs) And you don't even know what that means. Why did you say that? My dad laughed at my penis one time. (laughs) I was uh, 10 years old. I was naked in the hallway. (laughs) And he came out of his room and he saw it and he just started laughing at it. (laughs) I think because it was little. And he just thought it was hilarious. And I still think about that. (laughs) It still pops into my head. (laughs) I I remember when I was a kid and I saw my dad's penis. And it was just so big and gross. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I stay alive, I can get one of those. <laughs> Maybe I can own a company <laughs> and hit on my secretary. <laughs> it was weird, too. I remember thinking, like, why is it purple? I think that's a white person thing. But it was, like, purple. And I had, like, a little boy body, like, my skin color of my penis matched my body. It was like fresh off the line, like a fresh new hot item, hot little boy body. <laughs> little boy body. And my dad had this like big, ugly, had seen some shit penis. <laughs> then I got older and I was like, oh, it just gets purple. Like, what are you going to do? Give up? <laughs> you got to keep living. One foot in front of the other. <laughs> Just a penis. Wasn't weird. Did you guys see your dad's penises? Penises. Penis. One penis <laughs> per dad. One penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll tell a quick story about my dad. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people had shitty parents. And I think that that's horrible for them. I had great parents. They were amazing. They taught me so many lessons. One of the lessons my dad taught me was not to be a racist because his mother, my grandmother, was a beautiful, sweet woman until she saw some Puerto Ricans. And then she would just lose her fucking mind. I watched her chase Puerto Ricans with a broom one time. I think my grandmother thought you sweet Puerto Ricans. And my dad was not going to raise a racist, so I grew up in a really politically correct household. So much so that I couldn't even say black person as a kid. Just couldn't, couldn't say, which was weird because my best friend Edward was black. And my other friends would be like, hey Wes, what's Edward like? And I'm just like, yeah, he's a little boy. <laughs> I'm a little boy, he's a little boy. We're both little boys. Kind of a square haircut. <laughs> but other than that, not much to say. And around that same time, we were the first family on our street to get an above ground pool which didn't feel trashy at the time. It felt very fancy. I remember three guys came over with all these tools to build it. It took them like 15 minutes. And my dad was like, get Edward, get all your friends, and let's have a pool party. And I had never seen a black person swim before. Just, it was just an innocent little boy. And I remember watching Edward emerge from the water and a beam of sunlight was shining down on his head. 
And I just had this thought. I was like, his hair looks different. It's different. And my dad came out of nowhere. And he grabbed me and he pulled me out of the pool. And he set me down to the ground. And he was like, Edward's hair is no different than your hair. (laughs) And I was like, no, dad, you're totally wrong. It's definitely different. The water's beating up on his hair. It's like his hair hates the water. Like, get off of me, water on black people's hair. I want nothing to do with you. And my dad was like, go to your room. He made me go to my room and watch my pool party. My first pool party. And I sat... (laughs) I sat at the window. And I was watching all my friends have fun. And Edward swam up to the side of the pool and he looked around and he was like, yeah, it's definitely different. (laughs) Someone's going to have to explain this to us. I've noticed your hair gets very flat when it's wet. Mine stays very square. It's very square. All right, thank you. You guys have been great. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yep, yep, yep. Different people have different hair. (laughs) Yep. Too true. Too fucking true. You know, how is this gang doing over here? How are you guys? Yeah? What was your day like? Yeah? What? You worked? What do you do for a living? You work for Red Bull? Fuck yeah, you do. Look at that jacket. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, exactly. You did the arms I was going to do. This is a kind of jacket. You sparkle jacket and drink a Red Bull. Um, that's cool. What do you do for Red Bull? I work in the strategy group. You work in the strategy group? Are you responsible for those teeny cars with them big cans? You guys know what I mean? Really? The rest of the audience not on board with teeny cars with the big cans? Okay. This is, again, you, at this point you've gotten strange again. Is that person... Uh, do what kind of strategy? What kind of strategizing do you have to do about Red Bull? I think it's really pretty much like just make sure vodka still exists. Yeah, you got to make sure Russia keeps their shit together so we don't have to ban it. Yeah. Well, get on that. Okay, good. She's doing a great job with that. How was your day? Yeah. What'd you do today? You have a real sense of childlike wonder to you. <laughs> and it, it's a good thing. Um, you did some work. What do you do for a living? Uh, I write for an uh, internet web show. You write for an internet web show? What's it called? Uh, Pretty bad? Is it bad? Really specific demographic. What is it? What's the specific <laughs> demographic? Now I gotta know. I write for a pro wrestling. You write for a pro wrestling <laughs> web show. Where, why are you hiding your light under a, a basket? No one ever understands. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You, you just say, you know, you just say, I'm, be, I'm light years beyond you. You know, you just say that. Don't, you, don't say like, oh, I don't know. You just be like, yeah, I do some, let me, it's at the intersection of hard to explain and specific. Think about pro wrestling and then think about web shows. That is like a, that is definitely a job you can't explain to any amount of grandparents, for sure. Like on a plane, people are like, what do you do? You know, oh, nothing. I'm unemployed. I don't have a job. <laughs> I write for a thing. And I actually I don't do anything at all. <laughs> a, a web show? That's not even a... Okay, cool. How often do you guys... How often does the show go out? Uh, it's a weekly thing. Weekly thing. Do, uh, six different uh, segments. Six different segments. And it's all on wrestling? It's all on pro wrestling? Uh, yeah, it's like... 
You write the jokes for the pro wrestling analysis show. Now you gotta tell us what's it What's it called? Wow, really? Like, are you not behind it? I guess I just don't. Like, is it just that? Like, do you think it's a shitty show? You don't like the show. You don't like the show. I can see. I mean, you're you're being like great. I I said it, not you. You're not. I mean, nobody knows what your name is, person. It's not the top one. No, it is. Oh, oh my God. It's the top one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of competition, yeah. To get that top web show wrap-up weekly. Yeah, yeah, that's, you can, fuck yeah, that's what you do. You always call it the top. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, this is, we're at the top of our field. Which, to be honest, has no grass. It's very limited field, mostly a dirt bank. We not a lot of other shows that are doing what we're doing. That's, are there hosts? Yeah, it's the same hosts. And then they uh-huh. have a lot of, like, old wrestlers come on the show. Yeah, that's, this sounds great. Yeah. You are underselling this massively. <laughs> name some of the wrestlers who've been on the show. Uh, like Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. That's a name even I've heard of. I don't know anything about wrestling. Who else? Uh, I think uh, we're really good friends with uh, Matt Hardy. That seems to be a person. <laughs> you're really good friends with Matt Hardy. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. That's what you should say. You should say that. You should be like, my job, fucking amazing. For me, three other people are into it. Like, like as into it as you know. Like that's that's what, you just do that job. That's all you need. Like who cares? Yeah, it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to go this way. It just needs to go. You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck about these people here? You are a fucking, you're a, you're a sprinter. You know what I mean? You're out ahead. You're the Usain Bolt of you. Um, you've lapped him. Nobody else has to care. That's cool. I have a friend. I have a friend uh, who's a wrestler. Um, oh, like I don't have a friend who's a wrestler. In this city, you're either an actor or a wrestler? What? Is that true? Is that your guys' relationship? Co-wrestlers? In this city, you're either an actor... No, I know him from Chicago. Uh, a guy named Colt Cabana. Uh, yeah. He's... Yeah, he's a great dude. He's a fucking great dude. He does, a, he does an amazing podcast. Yeah, yeah, Scott. That's right. People are... Th- I hope... Oh, God, I really wanted that to be the same person who was like, 2014, Scott! But it's just... It's not. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Scott. He's he's a great dude, and we're really proud of him in Chicago. He's like the he's doing amazing things from that city. That's where I'm from. Uh, that's cool. So <laughs> I impressed the shit out of that guy. And that person also. Everyone else is like we name things. Um, I mean, how do you feel about the Princess Bride? You know, that's the, pretty much the other thing I know about wrestling. That one big guy. You know, remember him? He's pretty big, almost a giant. He's French. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yep. I know he died. I know. <laughs> Bringing it up just salt in the wounds. But like, don't you always think about him when you offer people peanuts? Okay, well, that's a really specific reference to that movie. And I understand that I lost some of you. But much like, what's your name? Steve. But much, much like Steve, I'm not in it for all of you. I'm in it for the one person that remembers that Andre the Giant in the movie The Princess Bride turns to everybody and says, anybody want a peanut? 
And that's not, he's, that, he's just French. That's what that accent was. Um, well, guys, we're nailing it as a group. Yeah. Love it. Uh, we're going to keep it rolling. There's two comics left on the show. Both of them just amazing. And I'm so happy they're both here tonight. Uh, this, this next gentleman has been on the show before. He fucking crushed it. So here he's going to uh, blow your minds, I'm sure. Let's hear it from Mr. Julian McCullough, guys. Give it up for Julian. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Look at Cameron looking very well-vested tonight. And that's what my humor's like. Just kidding. It's not at all like that. Um, so I, uh, I'm happy to be back in L.A. I, I leave a lot. I was just in Kansas. Anybody here ever been to Kansas before? Yeah? Wow. Well, here's the good news, everybody. If you have or you haven't been to Kansas, it's the exact same experience. <laughs> You know how empty Kansas is? My plane landed at 8. My show started at 8. And I made it. <laughs> you can fall asleep at the wheel for three hours in Kansas, wake up, and you're fine. You didn't hit anything. You just ran out of gas, and you're probably home because you live in a field. <laughs> they have a $3 billion soccer stadium in Kansas. $3 billion, with a B. Where did Kansas get $3 billion for a soccer stadium? But then you look around, you're like, oh, they just didn't spend it on anything else. They took all the money they had and bought one fun thing, like a nine-year-old and a skateboard. I have a, uh, a new baby girl, and uh, we had a girl because you can't pick. And, um, oh, all of a sudden it's not a comedy show? It's a joke, you weirdos. Uh, I love having a girl, it's fantastic. Uh, it's really great. Um, but it, what is annoying is when people see you have a baby girl, they're always like, oh man, she's great now, but wait till she's a teenager, you're screwed. And you're like, I'm so glad we're on this elevator together. <laughs> um, but I'm not screwed. I'm not because I get teenage girls. You know what I mean? Not like that. Like, <laughs> I, I probably could. I have a car. But like... I understand them, is what I'm saying. In a way that most dudes probably can't understand teenage girls, because unlike almost every guy I know, uh, I collected and read every single volume of the Babysitter's Club books when I was 10 years old. So whatever it is you're going through, I get it, ladies. They covered everything in those books that a 10- to 13-year-old girl could go through, because there were over 100 of them, because I had them all. Uh, they had to, Ann and Martin had to keep cranking them out. If you don't know what the book, Babysitter's Book... I guess I should stop for a second and tell you. Babysitter's Club book... Uh, the Babysitter's Club was a uh, series of young adult fiction. It's really hot in this sweater that's meant for somebody 20 years older than me. Um, young adult fiction that, like... Much like today's like Hunger Games or Twilight or um, Harry Potter... But whereas today's books, all those characters have, like, magic powers or, like, werewolf powers or, like, vampire powers. Um, in the Babysitter's Club books, uh, all the characters had the powers of, like, responsibility and a level head and acceptance of different cultures. And so 
nothing happened in those books. Like, it, not really. All they did was hang out together and babysit. And I would finish one and be like, when is the next one? <laughs> there were over 100 of them. And they covered everything. Like, they covered uh, divorce parents. They covered... Uh, being a poor kid in a rich town. They covered being new in school. They covered, um, uh, oh, the babysitter's club broke up one time and then they got back together. That's like politics. They covered <laughs> being um, Asian. One of the girls was Asian. So they did that. They covered ghosts. Yeah. There was a haunted house book and they had the Asian girl handle that, which I thought was a weird choice. I feel like it was kind of racist of the Babysitter's Club to be like, let's have the Asian girl do this one. It's like, what? They're not magic because they can tell the future with cookies. Um, So the point is, no matter what problem my daughter comes home with as a teenager, like, I'll have an answer because those books always had an answer. You know what I mean? And it was the same answer every book. Focus on your babysitting. Everything else will fall into place. (laughs) Which is not the answer to any of life's problems. I don't know what kind of universe Anna Martin grew up in. Anna Martin's a tremendous writer behind the series. Um, Some of you are like, who's Anna Martin? Because you are dumb. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, focus on your babysitting. Everything else will fall into place. Uh... My daughter could come home one day and be like, I don't know, what's a girl problem? Um, my friend won't hang out with me because she got a new boyfriend. And I'll be like, oh, number eight, boy crazy Stacy, I'll handle this. Uh, clearly, this new guy's the hot lifeguard down at the pool. And she'll be like, what pool? And I'll be like, it doesn't matter. Uh, somebody needs to focus on their babysitting and then everything else will fall into place. Dad of the year. It is a shame that was the lesson every time because uh, just once it would have helped me out a lot if the lesson had been, um, hey, hide these books if you're a dude. That would have been a really good lesson for 10-year-old boy Julian because he went the other way and displayed them proudly. And the first time I brought a guy home... That is not the phrase. The first time... What is it called when you have a friend over? Oh, had a friend over. First time I had a friend over... He goes, uh, we go to my room for not sex. And he goes, what are all those pink books on your shelf? And I was like, some of them are powder blue. And second of all, they're my sister's. Uh, She hates it when I run into her room and then steal over a hundred of them and then put them up in perfect order in my room with all the best parts underlined inside. You know what she really hates is if we read one together and I'm Claudia and you're Stacy. And he was like, what? And I was like, let's play Tecmo Bowl. You're stupid. (laughs) You're probably like, why didn't you read Sweet Valley High? I'll tell you why I didn't read Sweet Valley High. That was the other series of books that you could read. Uh, I judge a book by its cover. And the girls on Sweet Valley High's covers... Whores, all right? It was obvious to me. With all that airbrushing and all that blonde hair. Come on. I don't want to read a book where anybody's getting fingered under the bleachers in third period, all right? That's not the kind of book I want to read. I want to read a book about values and babysitting, all right? That's what I'm into as a 10-year-old. 
why don't you read books for dudes? Um, <laughs> they were really expensive. That's not true. I didn't relate to them. All the books, all the young adult fiction for dudes is um, mysteries. That's always what it is. Specifically, do like thirteen-year-old groups of dudes solving mysteries. Like the Hardy Boys is the most famous one, but there was like ten. And first of all, that's not realistic when you're that age, because nobody ever comes up to a twelve-year-old you in school and they're like, "Hey, there's been a murder," and um, I don't know if you want to like grab a couple of dudes and just go check it out because you're the first person we call. And I'd be like, I don't know, I have to uh, masturbate nonstop for the next six years, but after that, I'll get to it. Um, also, like, I read one, one Hardy Boys book. It was called The Hardy Boys and the Case of the Whispering Skull. And in that book, um, they find a whispering skull in an abandoned house, and they're like, wow, this skull is whispering. Let's, let's figure out why. And, like, I'd be like, let's back up to let's go in that abandoned house. Because I'd be like, uh, let's not do that. Claudia just got a VCR. And that's really exciting. We can watch whatever tapes we want right now. And they'd be like, no, 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 let's go in there. What, are you afraid? And I'd be like, uh, no. And then we would go in there and they'd be like, hey, look at that skull. And I'd be like, guys, I really feel like... Why are we doing this? And they'd be like, hold on, it's talking. And I'd be like, I'm out, okay, I'm out. I'm definitely not looking closer. Somehow you guys, like, were born without fear or whatever, and that's great. And luckily, this town will have an answer to the Whispering Skull problem that's been plaguing it. Uh, But I'm going to solve the problem of why... uh, Stacy's mad at Kristen because I think it has to do with Claudia and if I'm not wrong that's going to win me points with Claudia so see you guys in the other book series um, so yeah I, uh, I'm married now but oh no I won't, I won't do this too long they gave me the light um, I, uh, my, I am going to make my daughter get a job like even if she's pretty and uh, <laughs> like if she grows up pretty I'll be like nice try get a fucking job um, <laughs> and a sense of humor so uh, she'll, she'll be like because uh, I was 13 when I got my first job I was like get a job on her 13th birthday and she'll be like, what'd you do when you were my age? And I'll be like, paper route. And she'll be like, what's that? And I'll be like, oh, when I was your age, we used to deliver 30 pages of the internet at a time to every house in the neighborhood on a bicycle. And she'll be like, what's a bicycle? And I'm like, you're grounded for being from the future. Go to your pod. I do want to thank you guys for making zero sound when I announced that I had a new baby. That was awesome of a crowd to not give a shit that I just had a baby. Yeah, it's too late now. Uh, Kansas standing ovation literally got a standing ovation when I said I had a new baby because in the Midwest people have hearts and they're like oh my god you just had a baby your heart's gonna open up so big we can't wait and uh, yeah 
And here, you're like, I have a baby. And people are like, ah. Wait, 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 wait. How are you going to think about yourself enough? <laughs> Somebody went, oh. Because they got nailed. Um, well, listen, guys. Clearly, uh, this is the kind of show where you just get off. Uh, so, that's cool. Especially if you antagonize the crowd. Nirvana! Cool. You discovered them. All right. Uh, you guys... I'm just, I don't know why. I just Yeah, you got it. Yeah, everybody knows about it. They're great. Oh, you like music? All right. Um, what's happening? I'm going to go. Good night. hard to you guys being vulnerable a lot of and you know just a palpable awe well guys you know we have one comic left I'm gonna keep it right on rolling I, I feel like yeah it does seem like the energy has you know everybody's feeling like oh we're coasting we were great earlier you know what doesn't count earlier you did a nice job where you are right now what's going on right now fucking Red Bulls for everyone am I right <laughs> See this lady and make sure that she provides you with Red Bulls after the show. I've already discussed it with her beforehand. I've never met her. She doesn't know what I'm going to say. But get a Red Bull from her. And, uh, guys, can, do we have in our hearts for one more comic? I think mean, we can do even better than that. Do we have in our hearts for one more comic? One final amazing comic. This is it. You just go home after this and your lives are worse. This is the highlight of your night right now. Let's hear from Mr. Matt Bronger, guys. Give it up for Matt. So what are you working on right now? I'm working on my new hour. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, hopefully do a special near the end of the year. So I'm just trying to make it yeah. more and more personal kind of stuff and everything. I'm sorry. I loved your new sorry, stuff. Sorry I couldn't with this No, stuff. no, I'm not. No, I, I mean, okay. people do that all the time when they're when they're working on stuff. I right. just always like to find out, like, you know, what's yeah. the haps. Yeah, you just trying to... Do you have a home for the special yet? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah. Well, awesome. We shall see. Yeah. Well, uh, keep your ears and eyes open for Matt. Whoop, whoop. amazing. from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corps. 
horses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.